praise God and good evening to everyone who is online. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here to share God's word together again. Uh, I know it's the, the catalyst that motivates us to keep moving on as Christians, as believers in Christ. So we cannot take uh, this for granted. Yeah, my name is Frank Miambi. Uh, by the grace of God, I am born again. Yeah, I accepted Jesus Christ to be my personal savior. I think many years ago, I think it's almost like 16 years when I've accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Uh, there, I was still a young person. Yeah, so uh, I'm privileged to share with you today about the topic that I was given, uh, which says, when the hand of the Lord is in the midst, or maybe I would call maybe the topic when the Holy Spirit is at work, or I can call it, maybe you can call it the spiritual movement. Yeah, so uh, we've been looking at the book of Acts. Uh, from Acts chapter 1, of course, we see uh, Acts, the book of Acts, the, it's uh, the book of the what the witnesses, what the people had moved with, people that, that had moved with Jesus. Uh, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, verse 8, it says, let me just read verse 8 as a start. Yes. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So in Acts 11, chapter 11, it's not to say it's when the Holy Spirit has just started working. We see when Jesus rose again, if you have been following, he appeared to the disciples. And then after he went to heaven he ascended to heaven and he promises the disciples that he was going to send the holy spirit and the holy spirit was going to be with them and when the holy spirit was going to come they were going to be witness they were going to tell the good news about jesus christ and the jesus christ that they had walked with they had seen with their eyes so at this point we see in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit came, when the Holy Spirit came, uh, there is Peter, uh, Peter, he gains and other disciples, they, when they receive the Holy Spirit, now they, they are bold enough to go and tell others about uh, Jesus, about Jesus that they had seen that even Jesus, that they had believed. And uh, we see it's when the church began, when the Holy Spirit came. Yes, Peter, he preaches, and many people are coming to Christ. Then uh, we continue to see even in 
chapter 3, Peter heals a crippled man uh, when he's going to the temple. Uh, Silva tells the, 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 the crippled man, servant, God, we don't have, but in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk. So, yes, when, yes, Acts 1, 8 tells us, but you receive power. But now we see Peter exercising the power that Jesus promised that when the Holy Spirit comes, there will be his witness, not only to the only Jews, but to the ends of the earth. Okay, when we continue to see, yes, we're in between chapter four, chapter five, we see uh, chapter six, we still see what is happening. Seven still Stephen now also uh, full of the Holy Spirit, still he stands up, he stands and he tells these people, yes, I'm here to talk about Jesus Christ, whom you killed. Uh, and these uh, guys, the Pharisees, uh, they were not happy about what he was uh, talking about because I'm just imagining the word, it really cut to their heart, though they were like, the only option is to stone this man. In chapter seven, many times, like you might, if you think, if you have ever watched a movie, like at one time, maybe you feel like there is a losing point. Maybe at this point, I feel like uh, the disciples or the apostles, when Stephen was stoned to death, it's like they were the losing end. Yes, Stephen, he was killed, but now at this point, Stephen, other people, the apostles, yes, some are not mentioned, but many people that had believed, they scattered to different places, and the more they scattered to different places, uh, we see when Stephen was killed, it's like as if they were at the losing end, but at this point, when they scattered, uh, the church continued to grow more and more, and many people uh, continued to accept Jesus Christ, to accept the good news. Then we see uh, later in chapter 9, the soul, the persecutor, uh, the one that was holding people's jackets when they were, when they were stoning Stephen, uh, there now is arrested by the... By uh, by, by by God himself. Then chapter 10, we see Cornelius and Peter. Yes, Peter was a Jew. Now he, God, he sends him to, the Holy Spirit sends him to, to, to go to Cornelius' home. Then let us go to our chapter for today, uh, in chapter 11, Acts 11, from verse, before verse before verse 19, you had to get it in the right context. Still, it starts with the background of Peter explaining his actions. Yeah, when he visited uh, Cornelius' home, the Gentile home. So now we see uh, the gospel beginning in Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, to the ends of the earth. So now, it is moving from Jerusalem, going to the ends of the earth. So Peter, he explains his actions. 
Then going to our text for today, uh, Acts chapter 11, verses 19 to 20. Let me just read for maybe, yeah, for, for more emphasis. Now those... Uh, now those who had been scattered by the persecution, by the by the persecution, in connection with Stephen, traveled as far as Venetia, Cyprus, and Antioch, telling the message only to Jews. Some of them, however, made sorry. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene went Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this, uh, of this reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived, and so the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them <clears throat> and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with, <clears throat> with, with all their hearts. He was a good man full of Holy Spirit and faith and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So far, uh, so, so for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers, uh, great numbers of people. The disciples were called, uh, the disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During the time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch through the spirit predicted that, sorry, predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for brothers living in Judea. Uh, this they did sending their gift to the elders by, by Barnabas and Saul. Okay, uh, maybe like the way I told you, like, yes, our topic, we are looking at when the hand of the Lord is in, in the midst, can be the midst of the church. The church, I don't mean uh, like the, the buildings, the church, its people, the church, it can be your home, and you yourself can be the church. Just when the hand of the Lord is in the midst, the midst of your family, the midst of your, uh, the midst of, yes, even the church congregation, our setup of all saints, even when the Holy Spirit or when the hand of the Lord is in a midst in your life, or when Christ is at the center of your life. Okay, that's uh, what we are looking at today. Um, there are many ways how the Spirit, the Holy Spirit works. Uh, we see the Holy Spirit um, at work. It means like a great river cutting a fresh channel, going wherever it, to, 
whenever it wishes. Like many times when uh, when it's uh, when it's rainy seasons, we see uh, rivers. Sometimes I remember the river River Nyamamba in Kasese. One time it just swept the school and the hospital. Yeah, now we have the River Katonga. Just imagine that. Yes, it's time for the Holy Spirit to work that way, to meander, just to move. That's some many times, that's how the Holy Spirit works. But sometimes we Christians, uh, fraud control, we have, we some many times, yeah, like today we have minister of disaster and preparedness. We have to think through how we should controlled, how we should be ready in case if floods come. But uh, then we see, yeah, but many times, yes, we think that we are experts, uh, maybe yeah, disturbed by that. We do not like the way the Holy Spirit uh, moves. Just imagine, yeah, the river, it is just bursting. I'm just giving an illustration of how the spirit works like in these days eh, when these people were being persecuted, uh, some were killed, but that one it didn't stop the Holy Spirit from working. Though, yeah, they looked, it looked like as if the disciples and the apostles and the church, it was at the losing end, but the more the persecution uh, increased, the more people scattered to different places, uh, the more they were able to tell others about the good news. So remember, uh, going back to Acts 1.8, so we see the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, these disciples getting convicted that whether it's death or not, we are moving on. Yeah, so sometimes I feel like many times as Christians, we are like a dig, uh, we, we, we like to dig a channel line uh, with concrete and say, come or river of God. Sometimes when uh, we feel it seems like we limit the Holy Spirit, we feel like ah, uh, we have put concrete and this is the channel and this is uh, where the Holy Spirit should work, should work this way, which is different from Acts uh, 19 to 30. We see it is really different, like maybe many times. I don't know uh, when you read Acts, it really gives you a different picture of how the Holy Spirit works. So I gave an illustration of like just floods, a river that bursts out and maybe uh, before the Holy Spirit coming, it's like the Holy Spirit, it was being contained. But when the Holy Spirit came, it's like it was the river uh, overflowed and it's scattered to different uh, places, scattered the disciples, the apostles to different places to be able and tell others about the good news. So we see that we have uh, we many times it's like we have dug uh, the channel flow through it now uh, according to our desires, but God does not work that way. He makes his own channels. Uh, we build dams and attempt to direct the spirit from. 
So think through that. And if you've been following chapter by chapter in the book of Acts, we feel like many, maybe in our setting, we feel like this is the way the, the whole spirit should work this way, or the Holy Spirit should uh many times the because uh in the Anglican setup where we say, ah, this is our thing, and uh things should work this way. Uh maybe so those contradictions are there, but we are going to see if we we are going to see this church at Antioch, how did they uh handle this? Uh yes, we are going to look at that if we we are looking at just the Holy Spirit movement or when the hand of the Lord is in the midst. So uh we see that later also Jesus said, but as the Lord Jesus said, uh the spirit is like a wind, he blows where he comes from where he is going. It is reflecting uh, to recognize that many times. So uh, we, we are going to say, yes, in Acts, yes, in Acts from Acts chapter 11 from 19. Yes, 11, 19. So uh, we look at this, um, yes, Christians. Yes, Christians uh, talk about Jesus, the Christian, uh, or when we say that, uh, that the hand of the Lord is a midst, how do we reflect and how do we perceive that the hand of the Lord is a midst? There are many things that happen when for us to recognize and appreciate that yes, the Holy Spirit is at work. Then we see, uh, we see, yeah, many times, yes, Christian talks about Jesus. If you say that you are a Christian and you don't talk about Jesus, like uh, the disciples, yes, many times they were scattered to different places. Uh, when you read in detail, they went to the neighboring countries, neighboring communities, neighboring um villages even to uh to the gentiles that the disciples thought that these people maybe they didn't deserve uh to accept or to believe the good news so we see the revival in antioch sprang from the ordinary witness of those who were scattered because the persecuted the persecution that rose over stephen in acts chapter um, Yes, when you read Acts chapter 19, yes, Acts chapter one, chapter 11, verse 19, let me just read it again. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen traveled as far as Venosia, Cyprus, and Antioch, telling the message only to the Jews. Yes, at one point, uh, uh, this we have we've been looking at it. We know that story of Peter and Cornelius, and even the brothers in Christ with Peter, their reaction. So we see that if we say the Christian, yes, if we say that the hand of God in a midst of the Holy Spirit moving around uh, our churches in our homes, we see revival comes we talk about 
Jesus Christ. We talk about good news, wherever we are, wherever we are scattered at workplace, because yes, we see of uh, at Antioch. Yes, would it will it became a major hub of Christian missionary activity to the Gentiles, but unleashed the city's potential was average uh, Christian Christians bringing to Jesus their unbelieving friends. So uh, co-workers, neighbors, uh, just imagine, yes, when uh, the hand of God is amidst, we don't only share the, we, sh- we don't only sh- talk about Jesus, but we talk about, yes, we preach the gospel of repentance, like in Mark chapter one, um, verse 15, it says, uh, the kingdom of God is near, repent and believe the good news. So still, we see the disciples still in Acts, they are carrying out, they are acting as vessels, the vessel that is carrying the good news, telling others. And then still in Mark, we see, Jesus himself, when he comes and uh, find this crowd that followed him, yes, when they brought many people to be healed. Uh, so Jesus realized, by the way, this is not the reason why I've come. And uh, Peter and his companion, when they found him, everyone is looking for you. Jesus, he tells them, he's like, no, instead, let us go somewhere else so that we can also teach the good news. This is the reason why I have come. Yes, he knew the reason why he had come. Yes, he came. He didn't come to heal just only, but the priority, it was to tell others about uh, the good news about the kingdom of God. So still in the same way, if we say that we have received the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit, we see that still we are able to tell others about the good news of Gentiles, believers, and non-believers, and non-believers there around us. Yeah, I, 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 always, I always give this uh, example to, especially to the children, that if you say that you have your best friend and you have never told them about Jesus, hmm? so good news telling your friend about Jesus Christ, it's the best gift to to give to your friend to come to, yes, to salvation. That is the good news. And all of us, we are called, we are challenged to tell everyone. Like the disciples, they started with their with they started from Jerusalem. But eventually, still they had to move out to go and tell others about 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 the good news so we have learned that um the hard lesson that god was teaching is convinced believers or uh i know that sometimes we are hesitant to tell others or to share what we know about god with people we still view as common or unclean uh when you go back behind little bit Acts chapter 10, verse 20. Verse 20, it reads, 
verse 20 it says so get 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 up and go downstairs do not hesitate to go with them for i have sent them so verse 20 years still talks about uh peter and uh, peter's vision yeah i think peter i think at, at one point he was confused but still the holy spirit convicted him and he was able to understand so we are challenged if we see the hand of god yes uh amidst of the holy spirit uh being amidst we are able to tell to share with others the good news so how do our conversation differ from those of other people do we talk about christ even to other christians remember at this point we see it was the first time it is recorded that christians they were yes that suppose the, the apostles all these people gathered together in antioch it was the first time to say ah, these people are christians it is so challenging that many times you can be in a community and no one understands you i am christian so meaning that they see what maybe they hear what you talk about most they see how you handle yourself so we see faithful witnessing requires more than living well and dropping occasional moral hints. It requires being vocal about Jesus. So Jesus being at the center of our lives, I think that's what we should talk about, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with others. That one should be a priority if we say yeah, of course we have believed and we have yes many times i feel like when we say we have the, the holy spirit is with us once you accepted jesus christ he you received the holy spirit but still yes we receive the holy spirit but the challenge if we say we are christians and we cannot differentiate or you can we cannot tell whether you're Christian or not, depending on, on, on the way you handle yourselves. Maybe it's right, it starts from home, from your family. Yeah, someone was uh, uh, giving an example that if you want to know uh, that someone is saved or someone is a Christian, ask, uh, maybe ask uh, people at home people at home they're easy to tell because they know they know you better if you have a maid the way you treat the maid the maid can see christ in you so at this point these uh the the, the apostles at this point people looked at them they're like wow these people they are like christ-like so it was the first time to Yes, I think in Acts, the only uh, verse that talk that that mentions uh, Christians. So we are challenged also uh, if we say yes, if we have uh, if we have uh, if yes, 
it, when the hand of God, yes, when it is in our midst, we say, uh, there is no need of asking, are you a Christian? Many times, even wherever you go, like sometimes you can be walking maybe on a border border stage. You didn't, you cannot, you have not preached, you have not said anything to the border border guys, immediately what they would say, they would say pastor to Gende. So sometimes you feel like, mm -hmm, maybe sometimes you feel like, do you know me or what? Anyway, so many times it will come out that way when that, Yes, when when you are when you really really uh, walk in spirit, then we also see Christians are uh, encouraging. We see that yes, the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit comes, when the Holy Spirit is amidst us, we are able to encourage one another. When we see when the Jerusalem Church land of the growing congregation in Antioch, they sent Barnabas to them. Yes, we see uh, Barnabas is also referred as son of encouragement in Acts chapter 4, verse 36. Acts chapter 4, verse 36. It says, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. Yes, uh, many times... <clears throat> as Christians, uh, like the way I started, like sometimes we want to control the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit should work. But at this point, you find like many times we, we don't speak any positivity. We only think of negativity when the hand, when the hand of the Lord is not at work. But we see even Barnabas, him being chosen, it was not just to say, uh, this man is educated enough or what it's, that was not the credential for Barnabas to be appointed. Fellow brothers, fellow believers, they had seen that uh, this is the man that deserved to, that is, that should go and encourage uh, the, the church at Antioch. So when the, when the when the hand of the Lord is at work, we say we are able to encourage one another. So we see Barnabas, and then also uh, Barnabas. He was not just a good man; was full of the Spirit. We have yes. So when you are full of the Spirit, people will always know. Ah, this one. Not depending on the the the, uh, the maybe the career, the education. Yes, then also Barnabas, we see he was full of faith. We see uh, many times a good man, we, we, we think that it's for, for, for Barnabas being a good man, it means it means more than simply, uh, simply the way he, he behaved himself. We see the man of faith, he was a man of faith. That means he acted upon uh, what God said. He did not wait for his feelings. Like many times, uh, some people it, they say, "I it depends upon the upon whether 
not all wake up. Some people wake up in the blue mood. I don't feel like that way, but we see if if the hand of the Lord is uh, midst, you cannot feel this way. So he did not even need a cup of tea to say, okay, maybe I need a cup of tea. Yeah, for me to start the morning or to start serving in any way. So uh, we see then also a man, Barnabas being a man of faith, simply believes uh, God and ex expects him to act. He doesn't even think about how he feels himself. Many times uh, it is so challenging that sometimes we need people that speak positivity. For at one point, you need someone to encourage you. But surprisingly, sometimes you, you will hear someone saying, uh, if it was not this, I, I, I was not going to come for ministry. Uh, but deep inside, I would be like, uh, yeah, many times we feel like we don't want to tell people the truth. Sometimes you feel like you want to say, ah, you're in the wrong ministry. Why don't you go back? Well, anyway, so uh, for Barnabas at this point, yes, when you're, when the hand of the Lord is at work in your life in church, we don't feel that way. Then well, we see uh, we're going, we see uh, in Acts 23. Let me just read 23 as I plan to conclude. Uh, verse 23, it says 23 of 11. Acts 11, 23. Uh, 23, it says, when he arrived and saw the evidence, and so the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. That was Barnabas. When he reached, he encouraged them. Yeah, many times, yes, when the hand of God is amidst, we are able to encourage one another. We are able to encourage our family members, our uh, co-workers wherever we go so many times we see he encouraged them always uh, with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord many times we also need to encourage one another as Christians because we need to tap into this uh, yes the Holy Spirit that God has given us and he has given us many times if one has received, if you have received Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit. So we are meant to encourage one another. Yes, we see. Um, then uh, maybe uh, another way when the hand of God is at work, Christians love to learn. Yes, we learn. We, we, we learn. Yes, we see uh, Barnabas being the son of encouragement came to Antioch to teach Yes, we, 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 when we accept, yes, Christ, or when we say we are believers, we are teachable. And then also when we are full, filled with the Holy Spirit, we are able to teach others. And the believers, of course, uh, ate up 
his instructions. Of course, then we see when he couldn't keep up with their appetite. Of course, Barnabas phoned Paul later. We have seen that one and brought him to Antioch to teach for a full year. Discipleship happens. We disciple one another. Of course, we cannot just keep on uh, altar calls when we have not when we have not planned uh, how we how we are, how we carry out discipleship. Uh, just imagine, maybe it's my prayer also that one day, yes, all saints maybe those tents would be full of Bible study fellowships. So then we see when church, of course, then uh, the, 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 there is also at uh, this point, yes, also when we are full, filled when the, 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 the hand of the Lord subscribes. Sorry, there is someone. Let me meet, meet, meet. Okay. Sorry, someone was making noise. Okay. So we see that Christians also, we are generous. We are generous many times when the hand of the Lord is at work, when the Holy Spirit is at work. Then we see like in the early church, God used prophets to occasionally, occasionally prepare his people for the future events. Like they prophesied, they, they foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine of of all the world, when that is in look, look, uh, sorry, Acts eleven twenty eight, we see uh, later. Actually, it was confirmed. Yeah, later it happened, and um, uh, this happened in those uh, days of uh, Emperor Claudius. So we see many times. Uh, when the hand of God is at work, many times people will freely give. People will not be stingy to their things, to their to what God has blessed them. Many times we know that yes, God has blessed us to become a blessing to others. And I've seen this many times, and even I've seen it in my life. Yeah, many times. It's not to say that you become generous when you have enough, which means if you if you are not generous with with the little that you have, even though you get a lot, you will not be generous. I remember, okay, maybe for the interest of time, I'm not going to share this. Uh, we are going to pray, but as we pray, I want us to think about. Uh, our text so uh if the hand of god is at uh, at if the hand of the lord is at work or is at midst is in a midst we have seen yes we talk about christ we preach we tell others about christ your family your work uh, your workmates then uh we we have seen that also when the hand of the lord is in the Mideast, Christians uh, encourage one another. Then we have also seen that Christians love to learn. They are able to 
read the words systematically, they are able to dig deeper in studying God's word, then we have seen that also Christians are generous. You're generous. It doesn't mean, yeah, many times I've seen people giving um, clothes that are old. I'm sorry for, yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah that, that are old, which means if you're generous, you give the best. It's not to say that uh, these ones are old. They are the ones that I'm giving out. So if the hand of God, when the hand of, uh, when the, hand of the Lord is in the midst, we are able to be generous, loving one another, uh, sharing with one another, like what the church in Acts uh, chapter 2, no one lacked anything. It's my prayer that we will yearn to grow to that church. Okay, we are going to pray. Let us humble ourselves and we pray as we conclude, as we come to the end of our sharing. Mighty loving Jesus, we thank you so much, Father, for this opportunity to share your word. We thank you uh, for your Holy Spirit, and we thank you, Father, for reminding us, Lord, uh, that maybe many times where we have limited or where we have thought that we can contain the Holy Spirit or where we think that we can build channels or guide how the Holy Spirit should work, we pray that, Lord Jesus, may please forgive us, Lord. Lord Jesus, we ask that, Lord, by your grace, may you please forgive us. And thank you for your word. And I pray that, Lord Jesus, may your word, Lord Jesus, continue to encourage us, continue to teach us to be, to be witness, to witness, and help us, Lord Jesus, also to uh, encourage one another and help us, Lord Jesus, to love one another at all times. Thank you, Father, because we know that, Lord Jesus, when we pray, you hear our prayers. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.